This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Pendarvis here at Radio Missions, First Baptist Church of Algiers. We're located in Walker, Louisiana. Many of you know of our, our existence, but we bring you some. This is a Trailblazer broadcast. We've been here many, many years off and on. Pastor Shelton was the original Trailblazer, but I've been doing it for quite a while and I've been uh, out of my pocket, if you will. I've been sick a little bit and in the hospital, but I'm back now. And I'm bringing you a series. I started last week bringing you a series on the uh, Holy Spirit, the personality of the Holy Spirit. And today we're going to start Holy Spirit Conviction. Now, we have folks call me and write me and say, Pastor, Pastor Pendarver, what in the world do you mean by Holy Spirit conviction? And I get a chance to witness to them and tell them what's going on. But we're bringing these studies, and I hope you'll stay with us. And uh, if you, they're available on in, uh, on CD for very small cost if you're interested. In our study today on the doctrine of the Holy Spirit according to God's Word, we want to bring you some thoughts along this line, Holy Spirit conviction. Let us turn now in God's Word and found in John 16, 7 through 11. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment of sin, because they, were, they believed not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. In these verses, we see that it is the, that it's the work of the Holy Spirit to convict the world in respect to sin, and of righteousness, and of judgment. I hope that these studies will be a blessing to you. In approaching our subject today, let's first notice Man in his natural depraved state. And apart from the influence of the Holy Spirit, that's in his natural condition. Man in his depraved state is the object of the Holy Spirit. Let us listen. The object of the Holy Spirit is to convict in respect to sin, to righteousness, and of judgment. To rightly understand the work of the Holy Spirit in convicting and convincing and bringing the sinner to Christ, we must understand man's totally depraved condition. Anyone who goes astray on the total depravity of man goes astray on all other doctrine of God's Word. Every individual in and apart from the Holy Spirit conviction, whether in the pulpit, the pew of the world, according to God's Word, is blinded by Satan, <clears throat> on three different points. Now you listen. First, man is blinded as to who he is by nature and uh, then what he is by nature and the judgment that he's under. No sinner can realize he's lost and has missed Christ as his own Savior except by the convicting power of God's Holy Spirit. Let me go back and repeat that, my friend. No sinner, no individual can realize that he's lost and has missed Christ as his personal Savior except by the conditioning power of God's Holy Spirit. We call that 
Holy Spirit conviction. Any individual, whether a preacher or a layman or a drunkard in the street, who has missed Holy Spirit conviction is going to hell without warning. Now, my friend, that's a dogmatic statement. If you never, if the Holy Spirit never reveals to you that you are a sinner, depraved from, from the birth, you will go to hell without warning. Every individual out of Christ has no righteousness and in and, and, in and apart from the Holy Spirit doesn't know it. He's ignorant of that fact. He can only see his unrighteousness, which is but filthy rags, Isaiah 64, 6. And his need of righteousness of Christ only under the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Every individual out of Christ is under the judgment of God, as Satan is, and cannot know it in and apart from the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my friend, listen. No sinner can ever be saved without the convicting work of the Holy Spirit. He sees no need of coming to Christ. He sees no need of uh, turning to the Lord. He sees no need. He's all right. Everything's hunky-dory. Now, let's look at the natural man. Let's look. Natural man in, 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 and apart from the influence of the Holy Spirit. We find that he neither fears nor loves God as he has never been awakened to the fact that he's a sinner. This person who has never been convinced by the Holy Spirit, whether in the pulpit or the pew or the world, is in a state of deep sleep in the lap of Satan, according to 1 John 5:19, and is dead in trespasses and sin, according to Ephesians 2:1. It says, and you hath he quickened, Make, make you alive. And you were quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. That's Ephesians 2.1. This, this unawakened soul, unawakened sinner, cannot discern the difference between spiritual good and spiritual evil, according to 1 Corinthians 2.14. Let's read that for you. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. That individual is always arguing that it is not wrong to do this. There's no harm in doing this or doing that, because the eyes of his understanding are closed, blinded by the God of this world, Satan. According to Ephesians 4.18, spiritually blinded. Therefore, the average church member today, whether in the pulpit or the pew, will tell you that there is no harm in going to the theater, the picture show, or the dance. Even goes to father goes further by substituting religious movies for his prayer meeting and Sunday night services. This shows his utter spiritual blindness. He cannot. He can't help it, my friend. He can't help it. That was you and me. If you're saved before the Lord saves you, before the Lord saved me, I didn't, I didn't see anything wrong with sin. I was just a poor country boy, never, never went to church a day in my life because my family were not religious at all. But I didn't, I didn't have, a, I didn't realize that the Lord was over all and we sinned in his sight. Oh, my friend, but listen, listen, 
This shows his utter spiritual blindness and that he has missed Holy Spirit conviction. He lives in the valley of spiritual death. Although he may be religious and uh, an active member or active worker in his church, all the avenues of his soul are shut up. And according to Romans one twenty one, his heart is darkened. And according to Second Corinthians four six four three six, his mind is blinded by the God of this world. Oh, my friend, he's also ignorant of true holiness and righteousness in Christ Jesus because he has never, never been convicted by the Holy Spirit to see that he's a sinner apart from God. Oh, my friend. And uh, listen, according to Romans 10, 1 through 4, he has never admitted himself, submitted himself. Let's go back. He has never submitted himself unto the righteousness of God. This shows Holy Spirit conviction is a thing unknown in his heart. It's a mystery, my friend. Not one, not one in a thousand that you would meet on the street. Ask them, do they know? Have they went? Have they gone through Holy Spirit conviction and in coming to the Lord? They, they'll look at you like you broke out of the zoo. The result of this spiritual blindness. The individual is at rest. He's not disturbed. I wasn't. He thinks he is secure and goes about his work, whether religious or otherwise, not realizing that he is standing on a slippery slope and is headed towards hell as straight as a Martin is to his gourd. Oh, my friend, I used to wonder about that statement. Pastor Shelton made it. But living out there in the country, we had Martin boxes around the barn outside. And a Martin, a Martin, when he goes to that Martin house, he doesn't stop on a little porch and rest. He goes straight to that hole. If you have Martin box in your yard, you watch him and see that I'm not right. But listen now, listen. Therefore, being in darkness and heaviness, and listen, having no understanding and all of his understanding darkened, he has a kind of peace and believes he is saved. I know. I know that feeling. If he ever gets disturbed about his soul's condition, he prays and reads the Bible until he feels he's saved. Or he says, well, if I've ever been saved, trusted Christ, I will trust him now. If I wasn't saved before, I'm saved now. This individual stands on the edge of the pit and doesn't know it. His understanding being darkened, he cannot tremble at the danger he does not know. In our world, religious world, my friend, is there, standing on the pit, going to church Sundays and Wednesdays, maybe not having a church background, but until he's awakened, that's what we're talking about, awakened sinner under the convicting work of the Holy Spirit, my friend. He doesn't know. That individual does not know as the Holy Spirit. Listen, alone, only the Holy Spirit alone can show a sinner how near to hell he really is. This individual who has missed Holy Spirit conviction knows nothing of God's hatred of sin. He has an idea that God is merciful to him. Being in this condition, he does not stand in the dread of the vengeance of God. 
Oh, no, he doesn't even recognize a verse that says, God is angry with the wicked every day. Oh, my friend, as he's never been judged guilty before God. And according to Romans 3, 19, he, his only concept of, concept of salvation is to make a decision for Christ, so prevalent in this day of ours. Be baptized. Dedicate your life to the Lord. Live the best you can, and God will take care of you and take you to heaven when you die. Therefore, he's not troubled. He feels no blame, justifies himself in everything he does, and realizes no condemnation. No. Now, I wish I could bomb this home to every heart who hears me. This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Mission. Our ministry is headquarters now in Walker, Louisiana. We were in New Orleans many, many years until Katrina. Pastor Shelton was a founding pastor there and a men our mentor. Brother Gail followed him and then me. And I've been here with you many, many years. We got broadcast all over the nation. Now we're on the Internet. And also our website, radiomissions.org. You can go there with 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the radio with good classic sermons by Pastor Shelton and others, and then classic music by our radio choir. We had a gracious choir there in New Orleans. But I want to give you our mailing address quickly before we run out of time. It's Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And our web and our, re, our phone number, area code 225-664-8658. Let me tell you that again. Catch it, would you? 225-664-8658. We'll be back tomorrow with another study from God's Word on the work of the Holy Spirit. Goodbye. Radio Missions now offers flash drives containing broadcasts and messages delivered by founding pastor L.R. Sheldon Sr., Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and brother Freddie Murdoch, plus music by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information, call 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 